Did you know that the average cost of full-time in-home care or assisted living is over $4,500 a month? Maybe you're like me and you're living in an older home. Well, it's never too early to start thinking about simple home modifications. This is this, the easiest way for you to improve your ability to live in a lifelong home. Hi, Tara Solomon-Smith here with K-State Research and Extensions Wildcat District. And today we're gonna share a little bit of information about simple home modifications that you can do and give you some ideas about these free or low cost options to start now to stay independent longer. This is adapted by a presentation given by Dr. Aaron Yelland with Kansas State University. So what's the why of starting now? To create a comfortable environment for someone to live in and thrive in for life, right? Familiarity, maintain that sense of purpose for the person where they've lived and, and loved and have a lot of memories in that space for feelings of independence. This is important no matter what um, age an adult is for anybody and everybody. Safety and security. A lot of times this comes from familiarity as well. Um, I know when my mom did move into assisted living, um, you know, at that time it took, it took a lot to transition. It was a challenge. Proximity to family and friends, depending on where you're at, um, you know, maybe the care you want is a little bit farther away for your loved one um, than where her net, him or her network is. So staying in their home longer allows for that, that connection and network and support there, which is very important. And then finally, cost of the alternatives and financial stability and the ability to to continue to, to provide for the family after um, you've gone on it kind of speaks for itself, especially since nursing home care in Kansas could cost up to six six thousand or a little bit over six thousand dollars a month. So getting started, how do we get started? These simple modifications can be free, low, medium, and high cost options, but still often cheaper than a month in that nursing home that I mentioned. So the goal is to create a safe, livable, and enjoyable space for lifelong for all of us to thrive. So here's where to start. Start with those easy, free items, options, and and um, move on from there. But before that, you actually um, go through your home with a friend or a family member or multiple people at different times. Fresh eyes help a lot. Um, I also will provide a checklist for some things for you to think about as you walk through your home on our website. So do that and, and that just gives you an idea of where you can start. And again, start small, start easy and free and move up and start early. Uh, my husband and I are already having this conversation as, and as we are doing small projects as we can afford them, we're keeping that in mind because we do wanna live in that home for as long as we can. Cut the clutter. Now this is, this is important for, for fall prevention. Um, and we're not talking about major, major changes. It can be as, as small as looking at where your power cords lie. Is it a trip hazard? It could be as simple as clearing off an end table beside your bed um, so that that's a place, a sturdy place that, you, that can help you get out of bed. So just look around at that clutter. 
And next, we're gonna talk about entryways, steps, and flooring. Having at least one spot in your home that you can get into your home without steps is important. So I, again, in my home, that's not an option. So we would need to consider um, building a simple ramp or maybe you only have a step or two or say the lip into your, into your entryway is a little bit higher. So developing a little berm over that entryway. So looking at that now, look at your entryway outside. Um, is the lighting good? Are there weeds? Are, is there cracked concrete and tripping hazards around that? Also consider adding a chair next to your entry door so that you can set your purse or groceries down so that you can have both hands to safely unlock, open your door and enter your entryway without full hands. So um, on the inside steps, um, actually carpeting is best. Uh, a non-busy pattern so that you can see the next step. Um, also short, short carpet is safest as well. If, if you don't have carpet on those inside steps, consider adding some non-slip tape and grab bars on both sides. It's best to have it on both sides of those steps. Um, throw rugs should be out. This, these are a huge fall hazard, um, but maybe you're not ready for that yet. So be sure to add some of carpet tape on the bottom um, or some other measures to secure those, those throw rugs to the floor. If you're looking down the road, you're looking to replace some flooring, here's some things to keep in mind. Um, the National Builders Association, among other companies, are now adding what they call a coefficient of friction to their flooring. And this just tells how slip resistant they are. So what you wanna look for is 0.6 coefficient of friction or higher. And it should say that right on the product or you can call the company if it does not. Um, so say you're not ready to replace your flooring yet. There is some non-slip paint that you can add to tile, uh, concrete, and even some wood floors. So check that out. So here's where our house is gonna be a little bit of a challenge, doorways. So of course, um, handicap accessible, would want, you'd want that to be 36 inches wide. However, maybe you don't have the funds or can't replace doorways right now. There are these, what they call swing away or clear, clear away hinges. So that's what's pictured here. And um, those can be purchased and added to the door. And it just adds a little bit, gets that door a little bit farther out of the way um, to allow you through it. So next we're gonna talk about accessibility and reachability. Is a surface available to you to work at while you're sitting? So as we get older, we can't stand quite as long or we might be a little bit unsteady. If, if you can't lower your surfaces, um, look into purchasing a steady, secure chair so that you can sit at the space you have right now um, while you work in the kitchen. Do you have a bedroom or a space on the main floor that could be uh, converted well, if you guys, if you have maybe a surgery coming up or an injury occurs. So start thinking through some of that process if you have a two-story home to think about how that would work for you. Of course, adding a shower chair or a, a uh, swing chairs to, to help you over your bathtub 
is a lot cheaper than replacing um, a zero to a zero entry um, shower or something like that. So these are options to think about. A simple one um, is to look at your laundry room. Is your washer and dryer a little too low and challenging to bend over or unsafe to bend over and work with your laundry? Um, could be low cost to add a base for those washer and dryers and lift them up. Or if they already have a base and it's maybe too high for you, consider removing and adding a smaller base, whatever works best for your current situation. And then for reachability, this is really simple. Just basically um, looking at what you use the most and have it in a space, in a spot that you don't have to bend over or reach really high up for. Um, a microwave is also an example. Ours is above our stove right now. So um, as I get, I may get more unsteady, I wouldn't want to remove hot items from that microwave from that high up. Um, and so it may be as simple as you wouldn't have to get rid of that, but adding a smaller microwave for your countertop. Also a simple one would be purchasing a detachable shower head. I had one of these in, in a home that I rented and I loved it because it was easier to clean the tub, um, but very much easier to also sit and bathe as well. So that's a simple addition you can make now. Lighting, and not only in that stairwell, think about it in your bathroom, in your hallways, in your kitchens, if you, if you get up in the evenings, Make sure they're well lit somehow. Maybe you consider purchasing a nightlight that's motion sensored. So as soon as someone walks in that area, it lights up. So if you're, if you're looking at replacing switches, oh, it's also a good idea to have a, a light switch at the top of the stairs as well as at the bottom of the stairs. So it can be turned off in both areas, on and off in both areas. So as we get older um, and you may struggle with some joint pain or arthritis, you can't bend your finger as much. It, does, it wants to stay more straight. So think about these, um, the switches in the bottom part of this picture could be harder to turn on or off. So um, suggest looking into the rocker switches, which is up in the, in the upper picture there. And that grabability, um, with your joint pain also um, falls in line with doorknobs and cabinet knobs. So the round is harder to open. Consider switching to that lever option that's shown here. And this includes in your kitchen cabinets and your bathroom cabinets. Um, consider what we what they call a D shape, which is in the in the bathroom there, those longer handle that you pull out instead of having to grab onto a smaller surface like that knob. Um, in that bathroom, I also chose that picture because the, the faucets are also those lever action instead of the knob. You might also consider um, just a sense so they can sense your hand in front of it and it will turn on for that. Then also consider basic safety. Have a fire extinguisher readily handy. Your smoke detectors, you may have to switch those out. We get harder of hearing to ones that flash lights as well. Or if our eyesight is impaired, there are some detectors that will talk to you um, or maybe are a little bit louder. One simple thing is check your water heater. Um, you know, our touch and our sense of touch decreases in age. And so turning it down to 120 um, degrees or lower is a good idea.
But basically, it's never too early to start thinking about making your home a lifelong home that you can live in safer and can be more accessible for now and in the future. Remember to do a walkthrough with a checklist that we're going to provide with you and others you might find out there and a couple of friends or family members to they may think about things differently than you do and give you a fresh look on that. And start small and then move up from there. This will take some time, so you want to start early. You can learn more with other resources that we've uploaded on wildcatdistrict.ksu.edu, and they are under home and, home and Family Wellness for Life. Also added our Facebook page, Wellness for Life Facebook page group there. We'd love to, to have you join us and um, share some resources together. Well, I wish you well in working on your homes and have a great week.